Oh, yeah. It's the big fella. Just, uh... Checking in on things, you know. It's been a little while. Just over a week, in fact. But to be honest, what would I have said that I haven't already said before? Uh, gotta live your life, gotta live your life. I mean, today, I'll obviously be talking about uh, UFC Brazil, which is headlined by Tiago Santos and Eric Anders. It, uh, it wasn't an event that tickled the old taste buds when I first saw it. It delivered, though. My God, did it deliver. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about a few other things. Number one, I'm trying to get back into training. I've been trying and trying and trying, but my laziness has just been taken over. And then I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror post-shower over the weekend. And I've been wondering why I've been becoming more miserable and depressed, etc. And just sinking into myself. And I'll tell you why. It's because I'm a fat cunt. I'm a full-on fat cunt with slopey and athletic breasts. Um... A belly the size of Africa. Penis that's starting to look like a Dorito triangle. You know, you name it really. It's been going well. Just hold on one second. The dog's got something. I've got to get Alpha. Yeah. Stay there. Now. If I was professional, I'd cut that out. But, uh... It's not the case. Anyway, I'm a fat cunt. So I've gone ketogenic. I'm on the keto hype. Eating fat to lose fat. Doesn't make sense, but you know, let's give it a go. I've got a headache constantly since I started it again. Uh, It's fucking half eight. I'm absolutely dead. Um, I've started running again. Uh, Did some weightlifting for the first time. God knows how long yesterday. Jesus Christ. I've been walking like <laughs> I won't make the joke I was going to make then because in this day and age it's not so good to make rape jokes but uh, yeah I feel dreadful I've still given up smoking I want that back more than anything um, basically I don't get these people who go teetotal and they enjoy it Nothing fun about it. Nothing fun about not smoking. Nothing fun about not drinking all the time. There's nothing fun about being healthy and dieting, right? Oh no, I can't have that. How many, how many carbs has that got in? Is that mm, no? Is that sugar? Oh, I don't know whether I can. Who likes that person? Nobody. Fussy eaters are the worst people on the planet, and I've just become one of them. But if it's got avocado and bacon, I mean, don't you worry about it. All over it. Um, The next thing I've got to try and give up is caffeine. I mean, you can't have anything in this world, can you? That is addictive as shit, though, whether people like to admit it or not. If I don't have one for a couple of days, I'm like, oh, I'm quivering and... Shaking, doing whatever. So when you give it sugar as well. This is why I've got such a fucking headache. I'm so stuffed up and everything. There's fucking no sugar. 
It is so addictive, it's fucking mental. Um, anyway, let's get off me being a fat cunt. Let's get on something more positive. I did the run. I aimed for 5k. Didn't quite make it. Four and a quarter. It's decent for a start. It's alright. Worst things happen at sea. Uh, 28 minutes or something. Again, not that great, but fuck it. I got there, I did it. It's how it is, you know, whatever. Uh, and then I recorded another podcast earlier. I did the Gentle Arrogance podcast as well with Carl. It was a fucking good one. I'm taking a few days off work to get my fucking head right and see. I was going to see family and stuff, but they decided not to come. So cheers for that family as well. I mean, I'm not even good enough for my own family. Uh, but yeah, I've been pretty pretty chilled and I've got my life, I think, on some sort of track. I doubt it. Um, but anyway, news just in before I started recording this podcast. Bill Cosby has been sentenced, finally, to three to ten years in prison. Don't worry about it. He only raped 69 people. That's the ones that came forward, might I add. He's only raped 69 people. Uh, you know, three to ten years. Is it respective of the crime? No. But he is old, so he'll probably be dead in no time. So that's a bonus always. Uh, but yeah, he um, he somehow succeeded again in failing to serve real justice. Oh, this fucking dog. Sorry, the dog's chewing at me. She wants my attention. Because you're not getting it, are you? Idiot. Um... Yeah, so he's finally got a sentence, but here's the real kicker. It might be house arrest. So the fucking millions he's earned over the time, he just gets to sit in his mansion and wait out his life like the fucking cunt that he is. And do you know what? That's fucking money for you, isn't it, you cunts? Because let me tell you, if he was a poor black man... He'd be given the worst sentencing ever. Call an animal, a beast, you name it. He would be absolutely destroyed. But moving on to more MMA news again. The Khabib versus Connor press conference. First of all, it was pretty much embarrassing on all formats. It was only open to journalists. Why? No fans allowed in attendance. The answers were... Well, first of all, Conor McGregor looked like he was sniffed off his fucking tits when he got in there. And I mean sniffed off his tits. Uh, slow in his words. Everything seemed to be a bit scripted from him. He was putting his feet up. He was trying to do all this mind game stuff. And the thing is now that that can work, but now that people have seen that if you don't react to it, like Floyd Mayweather or Nate Diaz... It doesn't work, you know, his game folds a little bit when he doesn't have that mental capability, but he did start getting under Khabib's skin a little bit towards the end, and particularly, particularly right when they were doing the showdowns and the face-downs and everything at the end. I mean, it was your typical Connor trying to do his one-liners. He was there promoting his fucking whiskey, Proper 12. That's the worst name ever for a whiskey, let's face it. Oh, it's Proper 12. What? Can I have a glass of Proper 12? What, like a proper glass or a pro- proper... No, proper... 
What are you on about? Why have you named it that? Why not just call it McGregor's? Hmm? Or Connor's? So much better. Proper 12. Get out of town. Apparently he tried to call it the Notorious Whiskey, but then some uh, some copyright issues came into play. So, poor you, Connor. Couldn't buy your way out of that one, could you? No wonder he's promoting his whiskey so much as well. Rumour has it he's blown through fucking God knows how much of his money, so fuck that. But anyway, yeah, all is forgiven a few months down the line of throwing a dolly into a, a you know a bus, and that was mentioned a lot during the press conference, how much could be ran, he was scared. I've got to admit, Connor made a good point. He did just stay on the bus. He talks about, I'll oh, send me location, I'll be here, I'll be that. You were right there, and you could have got off the bus. You didn't. Don't call other people a bitch. I have no issue with you not getting off the bus, Khabib. I have an issue with you calling people a bitch and just send me the location and all this. When he was right there in front of you, you didn't do anything. That's what I've got an issue with. Um, Yes, but I mean, it was a bit of a farce overall. Conor McGregor went on about Ali Abdelaziz or whatever his fucking name is, the manager of all these cunts. I mean, who cares? A manager doesn't pay child support and turned over some terrorists. And? He turned over terrorists? Who cares? Oh, yeah, but he's still got connections. Of course he does. He lived in that world for so long. Of course he's got connections. Oh, oh, now the UFC are linked to Kadriov as well, the Chechen leader. First of all, he's not the Chechen leader anymore. People need to stop getting that wrong. He's not. So, calm down. Um... And secondly, who cares? It's been done for... If they took a picture with Theresa May, they wouldn't talk about how much she's fucking bombed Syria, would they? They wouldn't talk about how the UK is the biggest exporter of cannabis in the entire world, yet it's not legal here. No, they wouldn't talk about all those dodgy things because she'd be seen as someone who's got a gravitas and a light towards her because she's in the Western world. Or does anyone care that Fatita's a link to mob? Nah. Now, I wouldn't have thought so. Why would they? Why would they? The mob have never killed any... Oh, I'll have to be quiet, because they might fucking kill me. This is how stupid this whole thing is, and all these fucking journalists online... Get gone. I've had enough here. Everyone talking about how good Kareem Zidane is. He might be. Very good writer. I've liked his stuff in the past. But now he's just copying Mike Russell. They're all going down this fucking road of, oh, well, we need to prove he's wrong. We all waited 50 years for the JFK papers to come out. Nothing was different, apart from they admitted there was possibly another shooter. So we already knew that. Brilliant. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll never get to know all the files and stuff. They're never fully open. If someone has become a CI and turned on someone, you never get those documents. How stupid do people have to be? Anyway, anyway, moving on from that, let's talk about the Brazil event over the weekend. It's pretty good overall. Um, saw a few people in there as a, you know, it was kind of like, it was kind of like the card for the also theirs. The people who are in the UFC and you know that they're there and they've kind of got half a following, but mm, meh. I mean, Hen and Burrell, that's not. It's uh, yeah. I mean, his career is no longer that great. Let's face it. Um, 
He lost to Andre Yule, I think it is, or Ewell, or I don't know how to pronounce anything, but lost by a split decision. He probably shouldn't have even been split, but Burrell's one of those people who, since USADA came in, he's been a very different fighter. Very, very different. He's not looked as... He just doesn't look as capable. He hasn't got the energy. People talk about that weight cut being brutal for him. It doesn't seem to be that brutal anymore. Shock horror when he's not taking as many steroids, but, you know, whatever, we'll see. Um, anyway, the the first fight was a ladies' fight. I was very pleased with this because it was finished quickly in the first round by uh, Livia Renato Souza versus Alex Chambers. Chambers didn't really do much, let's face it. Um, it, it was a, mi- a mismatch entirely from the start. Um, Souza just got on top. Putting a nice little, uh, she, you know, she's got full mount, putting the guillotine choke and then just waited, you know, to get the right position and absolutely murked her. One, tw- one minute 21, done. Thanks very much. Uh, Dos Santos versus Vendramini. Now, this was an uh, interesting fight because Dos Santos came in. We all knew that he was a bit of a uh, hard hitter, as it were. He probably had good jiu-jitsu as well. He's Brazilian, let's face it. Uh, Benjamin was just going for the takedowns and stuff, and uh, yeah, I mean it was it's a good a good fight the first round. Benjamin probably won it. I I don't know. Uh, well, he probably did. Um, let's face it. But I think Dos Santos as well got out of. Um, I think he got out of a couple of chokes as well. In that he did pretty well to get out of it. Anyway, they got back up. Um, Ventramini made a mistake about a minute into the second round where he leant down a little and my god Dos Santos hit him with a jumping knee that was just brutal and I mean brutal he was unconscious from that one and then it was just well he wasn't he was just out on his feet and then another couple of punches oh it was game over it was disgusting but yeah, great knockout for Dos Santos. Excited to see where he goes from here, really. Um, but yeah, good good overall fight. Good, you know, one of those, oh, he's come back from being down. Because it looked like he was going to be controlled, really, for the rest of the fight. He looked a bit tired the second round. Yeah, it was one of those. But uh, Lighties versus Lombard was the next fight. Oh, my God. Both these guys need to retire. Talking about people who've looked different since USADA. Hector fucking Lombard. People can say it's age, they can do whatever, but he was old when he came into the UFC. He was already pretty fucking long in the tooth. Strangely, that knockout power and speed's gone. Hmm. Funny that. Funny that. Uh, Lighty's won. It was his last fight. It could have gone. Who cared, really? Um, It was an awful fight. I didn't enjoy it one bit. But, yeah. Next. Uh... Mario Bueno Silva versus Gillian Robertson. I mean, obviously, I wanted Robertson to win uh, just because she looks mental. But it, it, it was, from what I remember, because I don't really remember this fight, it was um, it was good-ish. Uh, Robertson had quite a lot going on, apart from in the stand-up. Um... But yeah, it looked like Robertson was actually going to get the get the round most likely. But Silva threw up her legs, got her in a beautiful armbar, and I mean 
beautiful armbar and then just adjust a little bit by the cage. And now I thought Robertson would be able to roll out, but because of where she was against the cage, she just got stuck. And yeah, it was horrible to watch, really. Um, but that arm, whew, I wouldn't like to be the one being bent back like that. Let's face it. Um, and I've had that done, you know, and it's not, it's not pleasant. And I haven't had it in the heat of battle like that. So, yeah, Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, five seconds to go. Oh, what a shit to that is for Robertson. you just got to think, haven't you? If only I'd just, just made it, I'd be fine. Um, next fight, Sergio Moraes versus Ben Saunders. Looking forward to this one because no matter if Saunders hasn't got a great record, he always comes into fight. He always has some sort of entertaining bout going on. And Sergio Moraes is one of those where I've always kind of liked watching him fight and he's always got he's always got a decent record but he's inconsistent and he did get murked by Usman uh, that's a given but I wanted to see where he was going you know he's a very decision type fighter but this was just pure jiu-jitsu um, Maurice just took him to school I mean the thing is Saunders is a 10th planet uh, black belt and you would think that in the no gi game He'd have a lot more going for him. And he's taller, he's rangier, he's got those legs that you can use for defence. He had him in a rubber guard. Maurice just fucking pushed forward on that bad boy, didn't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, I don't really understand Saunders' defence though. Um, particularly when I, I mean, you could see him hopping out of the mount and he was about to get the, the choke tighter and you could see the setup was going on. Saunders might have been tired, I don't know, something was going on. Maybe gave him too much respect. But, yeah, he finally put in the arm trial and choke and ended it. But, good win for Murray. So there's obviously the, the footage going around on Twitter and social media now about how after the fight, Saunders was asking for tips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It is what it is. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, Saki versus Sherman, uh, I didn't watch it. Um I knew Sherman was going to lose. He's he's a fighter where I like watching him. He always puts on a show. It's just not... It's not good. Um, he's always getting ended. I, I worry about him in the heavyweight division. I really do. I feel like he's a fighter as well. I look at his frame and I think, yeah, he's a big boy, but could he cut? Could he cut? He's also lost three in a row. He's lost five out of seven. It's not a good record for him. You know, he needs to think about his career, particularly at 28 years old. Do you really want to keep getting knocked out over and over again? Do you really want to keep testing your chin? Just lean towards wherever that fucking, you know, that brain damage is going. I don't know. But whatever. It's his choice. It is what it is. Saki won. Next. Uh, Henrique versus Span again not a great fight uh, Span won in the end that's all I'm going to say about it I don't understand uh... yeah it, was, it wasn't good now also in this not only did uh, Lighty's retire but Evan Dunham was going to retire and he announced that before his fight with Francisco Trinaldo good fight uh, Dunham was always there quick punches um trying to avoid any real damage he did well in the first round 
Oh my god, in the second round. Again, it had been pretty even up to this point. You could have called the first round to either guy, most likely. Probably would have given Dunham the benefit of the doubt with how many punches he threw, but Trinado was just hitting him harder with the, you know, more significant strikes. It was just... Like I say, it was a good fight. Uh, yeah, Dunham got out of a nice choke as well at the start of the second round. It, they were just swinging towards the end of it, but then... I don't know, in the final minute, Trinado just threw this right knee. Sorry, it wasn't a right knee. It was a, to the right side of Dunham's body. It might have been the left knee, but... Oh, my God. Right in the liver. Just in that sweet spot where it just, it just takes you out, no matter what. And fighters are finally learning that this is... Particularly with small gloves and stuff, and knees and, uh, and kicks... That is an area to target. If you hit that just right, it is game fucking over for the other guy. And that's exactly what happened to Evan Dunham. Luckily, Mark Goddard got in there before it was too late and he took any more damage. Great fight. Shame about Evan Dunham. It would have been nice for him to get a win on his you know, his last his last hurrah, as it were, but wasn't meant to be. Um, anyway. Next fight. Gigos or... Giagos, I don't know, versus Oliveira, Charles Oliveira. Oliveira is one of those guys where every time I see him and he's fighting against anybody not in the top 10, he's fantastic. He's one of the best in the world. He looks like a top five fighter when he's not fighting people in the top 10. Then he fights people in the top 10 and he looks awful. He did it again this week. Giagos, whatever his fucking name is, put him in for a rear naked choke. That got him the most submission wins ever in the UFC, so you've got to be proud of that. To be fair, he's been there a long time, and he and he's been a killer in jiu-jitsu. He really has. He's a fucking great jiu-jitsu guy. But you put him up against anybody in that top ten, he loses. And he just—I don't know what it is about the guy. He just—I mean, I know he's gone back up to lightweight from featherweight. He keeps messing around with his weight and doing stuff, and that's you know that's fine. But pick a place, work on your striking. You know, do what you can. It is what it is, brother. But he'll always clean up those guys. Those guys that are lower than the top 10, he'll clean them up over and over again. They are just nothing to him. But step up in competition, it seems like his mentality fades. Um, I don't want to be here sat here criticising him because obviously he does something that I don't do and that's fight for a living. He, he knows what it's like to be in there. But yeah, it it looks like he could do is there's something that needs to change for him. I don't know what it is, but he needs to reconsider things. Random Marcos versus Rodriguez. Again, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't watch this match. You've got to understand, guys, I got rid of BT Sport. The robbing cunts. Um but yeah, it was a majority draw apparently. I can imagine it wasn't great. Whatever. We've talked about Baral here well. Uh Sam Alvey versus Nogueira. First of all, Sam Alvey turned up just looking like a drunk at a bar. I know he was a weight class above, but he's always been apparently a big middleweight. He didn't look it then. He looked doughy. He looked out of shape. He didn't look good whatsoever. Um, people scored that first round to him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, he threw some good punches and, and did whatever, but Nogueira seemed to hit him with the better strikes and the more clean ones. Um 
But yeah, Alvi, I suppose he looked like he was the, the guy that, you know, he, he was throwing everything into every punch and doing whatever. Now, when I read about this on the internet before I saw it, I was heard, what a brutal knockout this was of Sam Alvi. No, it wasn't. No, he, he hit him on the back, near the back of the head. It's always going to sh- shut someone off. Um, Nogueira, he's 42. He shouldn't be being a guy that's 32. He, he just shouldn't. This was a dad bod contest, and the older dad bod won. And it's only because he had severe dad strength, and that's it. And he got lucky with the punch. No matter what people say, he didn't mean to time that punch to the, the near the back of the head. It was, it is what it is. Um, early stoppage, I don't think so. Um, he kind of wobbled a bit when he got up. It looked bad, and he was protesting, but yeah, it, it wasn't good. Um, Nogueira, did he deserve to win? Yeah, probably. Probably. But against Sam Alvey. You know, whatever. Uh, the other Oliveira, Alex um, Pedersoli was in it. It it was just a demolition, really. Um, yeah, he, he just destroyed him on the feet, got into the ground, punched him out. Next. Um, 39 seconds that fight lasted. Was it ever going to last any longer? I mean, who's Pedersoli for? Let's have a look at it. I didn't. This guy's in a co-main event, and he beat Bradley Scott by split decision. Nicholas Dolby was the fight before that split decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shouldn't be in there with Oliveira. Just shouldn't. Just shouldn't. Not yet. Not fair. Um, Santos versus Anders. Three rounds, Anders looked tired after about three or four minutes. It was a good battle. They both had their moments. Santos seemed to control it a little bit better. Um, but it was a TKO at the end of the round three, after Anders had basically controlled the third round as well, which is fucking hilarious. So if he'd have had the gas tank, he probably would have controlled him for the next three rounds, the next two rounds, sorry, and would have won the fight. Um, but... Anders got too tired from beating him. <laughs> it was a bit like the Homer Simpson syndrome. And after the fight, he said, I haven't been that tired since my wedding night. Fair play to him. He, he took the loss on the chin. There's a photo of him and Santos later on that evening. It's pretty fucking good. You know, uh, we, I had him on the pod when it was uh, Josh Straps and Bacon. Nice guy. He gave his time, did whatever. Yeah, he, he just wants to make it in the sport. And Fair play to him. He took a short notice fight against Thiago Santos, something which... I had an argument with Elias, Elias Theodoru where he was talking about how he was scared to fight Elias but not scared to fight Thiago Santos on six days' notice in Brazil. Yeah, all right, Elias. Yeah. All right, buddy. Um, that guy's an absolute himbo, if I've ever seen one. If you don't know what a himbo is, look it up. But uh, anyway, going to leave this short and sweet. It's been lovely. Follow me at Heroic Guru. Fancy to Fighter on Instagram. Uh, check out my other pod, Gentle Arrogance. All over the internet with that shit. Uh, I am looking to get some guests on. There's a guy, like I said, Dylan. I'm trying to hook it up. I had a bit of a bad weekend. Been a bit of a misery. It is what it is. But yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you next time.